This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. SendPro Online software makes it easy to save time and money no matter what you ship or mail. Print shipping labels and stamps right from your desk and access discounted rates. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. And by OnDeck. Are you a small business owner in need of capital today? Well, OnDeck can help you. With over $10 billion in loans and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, OnDeck is a lender you can trust. Find out more at ondeck.com slash stream. Coming up on TMS, I'll be your angry wingman anytime. How much stuff did you steal? Cats are getting huge. She's not going to want to win that. Screlly has a secret phone. <laughs> Major spoilers. Trek nerd and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Yes, I can understand you. I'm Leonard Nimoy, a record player that produces beautiful sound and pictures through my TV. Don't shush me. The morning stream. That's my safety word. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream. Today is March 11th, 2019. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Hi, Brian. I am. You are, and I am. Yep. Uh, and we are TMS. That's right. Together, we form TMS. That's right. Welcome to Forced Jet Lag Monday, everybody. <laughs> it's like you were spending time in, I don't know, Kansas all weekend, and now right. you're back to living in Kansas. No, that doesn't make sense. No, it'd be more like uh, Pacific time. Be more like went to LA for the weekend and then just said, "Bad, ah, back to Denver an hour ahead." And you know what's funny is Vegas it. shares that same time zone, but I never think totally. about it when I'm there. I never do. It's just no time doesn't matter in Vegas. Like who cares? It really doesn't. Yeah, because all you know, all logic of regular bedtimes and. And mm-hmm. things like that just uh completely out the window out the window folks hey we're here doing it and we'll be tired and that's fine f it uh the commitment is to you dear listener to be here re- regardless of how tired one of us might feel or the other that's right. uh, so we're gonna do this here show for you i am tired though i'm gonna do a coffee nap right after uh, the show yeah i feel like i i don't have i t- uh, did a green tea this morning didn't really yeah. didn't really do it for me you know? The green tea with all the caffeine. Yeah, I still feel kind of just like nothing changed. Yeah, it's hard. It's um, it's hard to to. It's weird. It's it shouldn't be this hard to make the adjustment, but it is hard to make this adjustment. Yeah, I don't like it. So let's stop doing it. Gosh, dang it! It's 2019. We're smart enough. I know we do this every six months. I realize <laughs> that. I realize we bring it up. It comes up on the show, and we talk about it again every six months. But I'm just saying, at some point, mm-hmm. it's like. We're getting in each other's way here. We just need to. Somebody needs to stand up and go. National mandate, and, and other. I know other countries do it too, but y'all worry about your own government, okay? We only can control ours. So, somebody get up and go. You know what? It's time. The farmers don't care anymore. Daylight savings. Let's just pick one, pick a time, and right, freaking stick right. to it. Let's Arizona this business. Gosh dang it! Sam asked if we can go on strike. Yes, Sam. Uh, one hour per morning, go on strike. That's what we have to do. Hell no, we won't get up. Hell no, we won't get up. <laughs> Mush Potato says, does anyone actually like daylight savings time? I don't mind it in the fall because you get the hour back, but it's an artificial sense of yeah, accomplishment. Exactly. It doesn't mean anything. Right, 
Right. So just I'm mad as hell and I'm not gonna spring forward anymore. Right. I don't want to spring forward. Besides, it's still freezing here today. Although it's supposed to be in the fifties this week, so I guess I'm happy about that. But yeah, we're gonna be getting uh, sixty today apparently for a high, which oh, is amazing. You should go on your bike today for that. Um, I might. I might try to. Yeah. Um, that's actually planned. You'll see. Actually, the uh, the video screen that used to be right there yeah, is there. now over there, and over here is the return of the TMS sign. Oh, that's nice. I don't and see the. Uh, we can't see the screen at all now, but that's okay. It was just no. pictures. Yeah, right? you don't need to see the screen. Yeah, it it's, was just rotating. It's the same video. eight photos of me, <laughs> Tina, the cat, the crazy neighbors, and my dad. Yeah, yeah. Nobody needs that. And I'll happily send people photos of any of those if they really want to see them. They don't want to see them, though. No, probably not. Uh, but anyway, whatever. Protest as we might. Uh, spring is upon us, perhaps. This is the time of year. I always like to think this time of year is when all the snow melts and you find out where the dogs have been pooping all year. <laughs> so, right. Oh, there's a new place, yeah, huh? Outside yeah. the house. Okay. All yeah, right. Got to go fine. out there, ho- hose off the porch, and hope for the best. Hope we didn't start yeah. some new plague or something. Uh, all right, hey, uh, we so we did a thing the other night. You know, Corinne and Jason, you're you're you're. I, I'm fans. familiar with them. Yeah, sure, they're great. Love uh, those people. They're awesome. We went to dinner with them. We try to do this every, I don't know, once a quarter at least or something. Mm-hmm. Sure. And we went to uh, Taquerias Twenty Seven, which here in Utah is like a three restaurant chain that everyone loves and adores. They're amazing tacos, and every time they open a new one, everyone gets excited and has to go to that location. And, Pretty great. Why? Why twenty-seven? Takarias twenty-seven. I don't know the origin of the number. Um, yeah. That's a great question. I should f- find twenty-six that out. failures before they finally got it right. Yeah. I mean, you might even say that's a good question. And I should find out <laughs> at some point why twenty-seven. Maybe there are twenty-seven varieties. Maybe it's twenty-seven ingredients, or maybe it's uh, some guy was twenty-seven when he started it. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. But they're okay. amazing tacos and never not bad or never not good. Just always they have a taco of the day, a guac of the day, uh, mm. all that kind of stuff every day. Uh, the guac of the day was amazing. The taco was really good. Um, I'm a big what sucker. Do they do is, like just like uh, this is our our mango lime guacamole or something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. Some goofy. Yeah. Sure. They have like a rotating list of like 50 recipes or something. Wow. Okay. So depending on when you're it's in there. Avocados, onions, tomatoes, salt, pepper, cilantro. I mean, come on. Yeah, how much how more different can you, can you make it, really? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I, a couple of times I've been there, it didn't seem that different, if I'm being honest. <laughs> this is our uh, maybe a little bit more salt guacamole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, oh, okay, original location gutter as a tool says was on 27th Street. That's not correct, is it? Ah, how does I he know, know that? There is no 27th Street in downtown Salt Lake. Like no, the exactly. There's no nothing simply named 27th Street no, in uh, Salt Lake City. No, no, no. It's not. That can't be it. It's up by the university. I have no idea. But anyway, it's so good. So yeah. we go there. I got carnitas on my mind because man, mm. Ooh, nice. Ah, I love the carnitas. So yeah. so good. Uh, you either get two. They get. They basically get a. You get a little taco, uh, metal taco holder that holds like oh, yeah. two authentic street taco looking tacos. Uh, or you get the four set, right? So Kim, what I Kim and I always do is one of us gets four and one of us gets two, because it's cheaper and that way each of us gets three and we get to try each one of the other tacos. Does that makes sense. Perfect. Yep. Yep. Uh, although she always ends up eating like barely two, and I end up eating a third anyway. So it's kind of <laughs> in my benefit. It works out for me really well. Sure. 
Anyway, they sit us down, and uh, Corinne and Jason arrive, and it's great. We're talking, having a big chat, and all sorts of topics are on the table today, and we're having a good time. And all of a sudden, we hear this, like, wham, right next to our heads. Okay. And we go, bruh. And it's right next to actually closer to where Kim is on opposite of me. There's like a wall dividing us, which I really appreciate, by the way, a wall dividing us and our table from where the kitchen entrance is. Usually, oh, okay. usually people just, you know, you have a crappy table near the kitchen. There's nothing you can do about it. Right. Um, this has a divider. So it's nice. It's like a little. Kind of a little, like a little alcove where they go into the little alcove, turn right and go into the, or turn and go into the uh, uh, kitchen area. Yeah, yeah. And it's just nice to not have to, I don't know, look back there and find somebody picking his nose or something, you know, like it's sure. just a nice sure. little guarded wall door there thing. Here's the problem though. One, one guy there, we called him Angry Taco because we don't know his name. Uh-huh. Uh, every time he went through that door, he was doing it with such... Nobody else did this. There was like 100 people that went through in and out of that door. He's the only yeah. one that did this. Every time he'd come out of it, it would swing so wide that it would smack the wall that we're, that oh, we're uh, sitting okay. next to and make this BAM sound right next wow. to Kim's head every time. And I kept thinking, oh, do I go and say... Uh, hey, angry taco! No, slow down on the door. Like, <laughs> why do you need to hit so hard? Why do you need to open doors so forcefully? Yeah. Why not you do it softer? I felt like yeah. saying, but I never did, and it kept happening. And it was probably seven or eight times during the two-hour hangout, and it would just come at these times where you didn't expect it. You'd be going, "Yeah, uh, Taylor's doing this uh, now, and the baby this and that." Wham! Yeah, you're like, exactly. oh my god! Completely, gosh. completely takes you out of whatever you know conversation you're in the middle of, and yeah. So I sent them. Oh. I, I left him a voicemail uh, yesterday, and just mm. said, "Hey, we were there the other day. You guys should just be aware that door right there is really bad if it hits that wall." And and I didn't, I didn't call him Angry Taco or call that dude out, but you know, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was one guy doing it, and it just was so obnoxious, and nobody else would do it. Like they'd all open the door, it opened nicely, big space, no problem. They sure. were all in a hurry too; it was no problem. But this guy was just like the freaking he's angry. He's like the Kool Aid Man coming in every time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> except he's not bringing a delicious uh, frosty fruit punch beverage. No, not at all. Well, he did bring us our guacamole. Okay. fantastic yeah i don't like it when people call it guacamole by the way guacamole yeah do you want the guacamole <laughs> well it's not supposed to be guacamole i, know, I mean it's, i know that know, it sounds stupid to say it the long the, way the correct pronunciation is guacamole is it guacamole yeah, yeah but if a, yeah. but if like some white non-spanish speaking person goes guacamole it sounds terrible doesn't yeah, it? it does it absolutely does can yes. you tell me now guacamole could you list out the ingredients of your guacamole Oh. Avocado, <laughs> onion, cilantro. Wow. You know, it really is like uh, it's like I'm there. <laughs> anyway, mole, guacamole. Uh, so it was great, and we had fun, why, and the door sucked. Why'd you call him the wing guy, though? Oh, I wrote wing guy. I meant, oh, did I write wing guy? Wing guy the, oh, I meant, I meant taco man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to change it. Taco. I was waiting for like... Did one of you guys order wings at a Mexican restaurant? No, we screwed up. Hold on. Well, you'll need to change it now. I mean, you know, we've we've talked about it. We're not coming back to this. I have uh, ADD about that. I have to, I have to oh, change yeah. it. Okay. No, no, not ADD. I have. What's the opposite? I have. Uh, uh, your type A. Your. It's uh, uh, a word. I, I you say it. You say it all the perfection. time. Perfection. I'm. I'm a. Uh, my my biggest flaw is that I'm a perfectionist. OCD. 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 Of course. Yes. Yeah. Objective. Uh, caller dystopia. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's 100% it. Yep. So, Brian, you saw, speaking of dystopic topics, yes. you saw Captain Marvel, and I know so we're going to talk to Steven, yet, but I, I couldn't, no, it didn't work out. We freaking, we're supposed to go Aww. Friday, and then Carter had a thing come up. We were going to go together. It was going to be this dad-daughter thing. It was going to be great. Yeah. And we yeah. didn't go, so we're like, all right, we'll try again Saturday. And then Saturday came, and after the instance, I get done, I go upstairs to check on what the plan is, and they're all gone again. They had something going on, <laughs> and so we never – she didn't go either, so we haven't been able to go, so we we're probably going to go Tuesday night or something. So I'm pissed. All right, well, I'm pissed. Well, you'll you'll have to see it. you have to let me know what you think. So we went and saw it, and again, yeah, like, like you said, we're going to talk to Stephen about it later and specifics and things like that, talk about the movie itself. But – as often is the case with me, the mm. movie going experience is the the um, That's the, main the element that I like to talk about on TMS. Yeah, and I told you on Friday about the whole situation with the tickets, where we had to cancel tickets at the last second and ended up with G three and G five and some who knows what you know some freaking rando in between us on G four. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Tina and I get there. This isn't a Sunday morning, by the way, where maybe someone in the middle doesn't show up. Like, no, you're this guaranteed. is Friday night. There's yeah. there's very little chance that that ticket's going to go unpurchased. Right. So uh, we get there, though, and we take G3 and G4. So we're just going to like basically start out with the seats that we plan on keeping. Because mm-hmm. we figure, again, the two eventualities are it's either a lone person who has G4, and they don't care if they're in G4 or G5, right. or it's a couple who bought those tickets as soon as they went away or as soon as they became available. And they're probably also hoping that, well, I hope we can get there early and we can ask the people in, in G3 or G5, if they don't mind sitting in G4 so we can have G4, uh, G5 and G6. Yeah. All this talk, by the way, sounds like you're talking about different Mac models from It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I hope I can run Leopard on my G6. <laughs> Wait, did they ever get to a G? I think in, Intel was a technically G3, the G6, yeah, right? Yeah, G3, I think, was the highest. What I was the max? G3. Oh, no, they had a G5. I had a, I had a tower that was a G5. Oh, yeah, they did have G5. So they anyway, went G3, so, uh, G4, G5, and then G6 is Intel. Anyway, go ahead. So we sit down. We, we take uh, G3 and G4. We do the... Um, we know we're going to be limited on time because Tina's flight getting back from El Paso was late. So we're like, as soon as you get here, we got to hop in the car and make our way up there. Yeah. So we... we we basically haul a butt up there, but I do the, the order. Um, you can order with AMC uh, your food, your popcorn, your drink, whatever, to get brought to your seat. That's so we did awesome. that. Awesome. Like ahead of time? You can do that? Ahead of time. Oh. And you can say, oh, yeah, we want butter, we want salt, we want Coke Zero, da 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 da. Yeah. And they bring you all that stuff. And uh, um, with <laughs> the butter, it's cool because they bring you a little tiny plastic container with the butter in it so you can apply as much as you want. But then you have this drippy, slimy butter container that you have to figure out what you're going to do with which you just put in the bag was it was it uh, melted butter then it's like a little it was yeah it's it's their butter it's their butter flavor topping Mm -hmm. that comes out of the the pump in the uh um in the snack bar well i I made a funny clip yesterday about butter do you want to hear it just because you brought up butter yeah sure here here you go diarrhea has a buttery smell all right go ahead (laughs) maybe i'll skip the buttery (laughs) topping uh next time we go see a movie (laughs) <laughs> no, you know what's what's really cool about that too is that when you get halfway down to the popcorn, you start getting to the dry stuff. Yeah, you can reach back down in that bag, pull out the butter you didn't use, put a little more on there, and shake it, and you're good to go. Yeah, it's not that's actually a pretty good way to go. Plus, you don't have to count on some 15 yeah. year old to make, get it right. You know, 
Well, you still do. You just don't interact with them. Oh, that's a good point. Good point. <laughs> well, at AMC, at least at the AMCs we go to out here, they don't put the butter on the popcorn. The popcorn is in a, it's in a um, heated little display case, like a little IKEA heated display case. Mm-hmm. You grab the size you want, you take, you pay for it, and then as you're going over to the uh, soft drink thing, you uh, you apply the butter and salt as much as you and want. You, this wasn't a theater where Brie Larson showed up to serve popcorn to people, right? Because that happened. Over the Did weekend. that happen really? Yeah, yeah. she made it. She it was really a big deal. Is she Captain Marvel. <laughs> she really is. What? She's the hero we need. <laughs> She's the hero we need. Yeah. So, uh, um, so we are sitting down. We're having our popcorn, and a couple comes next to us. Now these are the people in G one and G two. Okay. I'm just setting the whole scene with all the seat numbers. I here. love G one G two, and it's still during the pre trailer video presentation that Maria Menounos is sitting there with her pointy shoulders and whatever. And um, uh, the couple, people who've seen Maria Menounos in the current, whatever that thing is, pre-trailers, you know what I'm talking about? Because she's wearing this thing that's got her shoulders all pointy. I haven't noticed this, but now i got to look it up while you're talking. Now you got to Go look, now you gotta look it up. Yeah. That's fine. So uh, this couple sits down next to us, and they're like, well, do you want, which seat do you want? I'll take this one. I'll take, okay, you can have the aisle. Okay, you can have the aisle. And then he sits down, and then he says, oh, dude, I'm sorry. You know, I hope I'm not disturbing him. I'm like, Oh, no, I mean, it's pre-trailer. You're, dude, you're fine. Because mm-hmm. he was, like, afraid that he was going to irritate me just by the two of them talking during the pre-trailer stuff. Mm. I don't care. Hey, talk all you want. Mm-hmm. You could uh, line dance right there for all I care. Whatever like you, you want to do. A really nice matter. guy for once happened Really here. nice guy. I'm thinking, oh, finally. Mm. Okay, good. This is going to be a good experience. I've got Tina to my left. I've got... Uber considerate guy to my right. Mm-hmm. It should be just totally fine. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, lights start going down. Trailers start rolling. Tina still has that empty seat next to her. Guy guy comes, you know, hauling up the stairs, gets to the aisle. Doesn't even really like double take. He sees that there's an empty seat next to Tina. He figures that must be his. Boom, sits down. Like we're thinking, all right, great. No problem there. Good. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect movie going experience. Bring on, bring on the Marvel. Let the Marvel caress our yeah, eyes yeah. Uh, for the next uh, two and a half hours. Sure. Movie starts. Guy next to me, actually, the, the lights go down. Guy next to me puts his, puts out his uh, puts out his recliner, and then immediately takes off his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that's Marie Madonna's, but that's not the pointy. That's not the pointy elf shirt that she's wearing in the current. Uh, no, I couldn't. I was looking. I think you're right because the last time I was AMC, I saw this and I know what you're talking about. But this, yeah. the only shots I can find are in Google Images aren't that, so they must be too new or something. Yeah, I think so. Can't figure it out. So immediately anyway. takes off his shoes. I grab my phone quickly and I like snap a photo and send it to Scott saying, "Dude, took off his shoes. Check it out." <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, but that's all right. Socks still on. Whatever. I don't care. That's that's fine. Better whatever. better than a flight. Right. That's... Make yourself comfortable. I sure. guess. Yeah. Sure, right. Better than a flight. Yeah. So uh, uh, trailers go, and then we start getting the movie. Yeah. And then they start talking. The couple to my right, the the guy who was super considerate and asked, you know, apologized that he didn't want to disturb me pr- during the pre-trailer nonsense, starts talking in a normal voice with his wife or girlfriend or whoever. Oh yeah. Oh, ooh. Why is she going in there? <laughs> oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, stuff you don't need to say. It's not like, uh, uh, who's that guy? Or, you know. I'm now, sorry. Did, did you did you from? say this is the guy who uh, took his shoes off? Same guy. Same guy, oh, same Lord. like, like the guy that I thought was going to be a plus 
five-star seat partner would sit next to again eBay review. Fantastic. Turned into shoes off, shoeless Joe talking Jackson. Yeah, that's that's a wonderful feeling to have that guy near you. Wonderful. And I did the look over a couple times when he did start up, and and I don't think they got the hint because his his eyes were just glued to the screen, and it was just constantly. I mean, it was it was on a regular basis, mm-hmm. like, oh wow, why is she going in there? Oh, oh, is that? <laughs> I would be that's so annoyed. Same, oh that's the gosh. same woman from before. So like, wait, he's oh, just so this dude. is he's just doing his own little mystery science theater three thousand by no, himself. No, the two of them are talking, but she's whispering like she's she's like. Yeah, I think that's uh, Jude Law. <laughs> you thought by anno- by avoiding bringing the crazy neighbors, you would avoid this aspect, but no. Uh, they really expected expected so. Oh, man. Anyway, what a after a while, I just didn't hear it anymore. But occasionally, if it got bad, I'd do the look over, and he'd kind of, it seemed like he'd chill out, but he wouldn't acknowledge. He wouldn't be like, oh, sorry, or anything like that. <laughs> it would just be like, he would, he would stop doing it for a while. Yeah. <sighs> I would you know, be so you think, annoyed. Oh my gosh, that'd be. You guys, sits down. He's like super considerate. You think, oh my god, this is gonna be the time. All right, we've got we've got great seat guy. It's great seat guy next to me. This will not be an issue, and then becomes becomes an issue. Let me ask you this question, because you always run into these people. Okay. Yeah. You you yeah. the things you have at theaters are like what I have when I take the dog <laughs> for a walk. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. So what? Would it take? Would anything? Is anything that would happen at a movie theater so bad that it would make you never go to a theater again? Oh, never go to a theater again. and not take um, that risk. Would it? What would be the thing that would be like? Oh my gosh! Oh, it's I all, see you're saying never go to any theater again. Yeah, like you're gonna from now on. It's it's all streamed or day of, or I'm gonna get it when I get it. Or, you know, I'm not going to movie see, theaters anymore. I can't think of anything that I would not blame on that specific theater or just the people sitting next to me right like if he if he were to all of a sudden get up out of his seat stand up and like teabag my arm on the armrest Mm -hmm. i would say okay that's the dude that's not the theater's problem that's not because i'm going out to the movies that's this guy like deciding he's gonna teabag my arm (laughs) or if uh um, if I go to a theater, and just, wait a minute! I'm trying to get this image of you, so. like basically. So you got my my arms are sitting on the armrest, yeah, and he's just gonna hop out on his seat, kind of put one leg over the armrest, and go. <laughs> <laughs> that I wouldn't blame on the movie going experience. That I would blame on on, you know, on uh, on dude. Right? And no, no, no. Like it's always dude. Well, it's almost always dude, right? Dude. Exactly. Yeah. It's always dude. But then if I go to a theater and it's like, oh, this theater has a really strong puke smell or, or something like that, great, we stopped going to that theater. Yeah. But I can't, uh, I can't imagine a situation that makes me say, that's it. I'm just never going to the movies again. Mm-hmm. Now, what what might push me that direction is just the inconsideracy of of moviegoers as a whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a problem that seems to be escalating just across all services and all uh, forms of yeah, public interaction. Yeah, exactly. So it's not just a theater problem. It's a, it's an airplane right. problem. It's a, it's an airplane. It's exactly, busy, exactly. It's a subway problem. It's yeah, a, it's a busy it's, area problem. Really? Right. It's, it's a population problem. Yeah. It's and a, it used to be, yeah. I feel like I could be wrong cause I didn't exist then. Uh, but it, I feel <laughs> like way back in the day when everybody dressed up in their suits and hats and fancy yeah, dresses to see to a fly, movie or yeah. to fly or any of those things. It just seems like they were more, I don't know, cognizant of people around them and less lame. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, totally. 
No, know. there's there's absolutely something to that. I mean, it was like a, I will offer you the same respect that I expect in 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 uh, in equal equal measure, sir. Yeah, or yeah. I will give that to you too, sir. Very good. Now st- st- let me smoke five packs of cigarettes <laughs> on this flight to Detroit. Yes, and blow it in your face. Uh, Stoic Squirrel says people have always been annoying. No, I agree. I just think it's, I think people try less now. To yeah, not be so exactly. So you have They're more so you have to... more cases of it happening because you're trying harder to, or you're trying less hard to be civil, right? right? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a lack. It's a it's an I don't care kind of mm-hmm. attitude. It's yeah. like a, yeah, you know what? I'm enjoying this experience. Uh, I'm going to enjoy it uh, completely and totally because I paid my eighteen dollars to sit in this seat and. And have whatever experience I want to have. So I'm going to talk at, at a normal talking voice. I'm going to pretend I'm, you know, sitting at home and my on my couch, uh, binge watching, uh, Killing Eve, and talk about it with my wife like we do at home. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Killing Eve. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that you pulled that one out of the, it's out it's of the coming, sky. It's coming back in like uh, two weeks. Oh, Killing is it? Eve. Is that a thing? I'm about that. Yeah. No, I yeah. I have been uh, remiss in my knowledge of upcoming products yes. and services. All right. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway, yeah, well, it, you'll you'll, you'll give us a, th- a bit a big take on the movie later, obviously. But just as a as a general feeling, uh, your uh, th- yes. the thumb is up or the thumb is middle. The, the thumb, thumb is down. The thumb is the thumb is up. It's not a. It's not a. It's the thumb is up. It's not a like I'm putting the thumb up and and putting the uh, you know raising it high. Yeah. But the thumb is up. It's like a. Um, I would say it is. Uh, not as good as Ragnarok or Civil War mm. or Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which I think are my my favorite of the Marvel uh, films. But it certainly beats stuff like Iron Man 3 and Dark World. and Or even Iron Man 2, for that matter. And even Iron Man 2. Yeah, I enjoyed it. it okay. You know what? It was, it was a... Um, it was an enjoyable, enjoyable Marvel film. Like, there are a couple things that I missed, and we'll talk about that yeah. when uh, when Stephen gets here. I heard about a really cool Stanley thing, but I don't want to spoil it for people. Right? Oh yes, I know exactly. Yeah, right. I heard that. Was and awesome. I didn't do the thing. I didn't do the thing I was going to do where I gave you uh, a bunch of spoilers. Oh yeah, Brian was going to send me five true. things. Only one was going to be true. You didn't do it. Yeah. I, I just I assumed the only truth in your life at the time was a guy with his shoes off next to you. That's yeah. all. That was our new truth. I had some ideas for what I would do for <laughs> for some of those spoilers. Yeah, what do you what, do you want to spoil any of them, or do you want to leak any? Sure. Okay. Um, uh, spoiler, maybe maybe spoiler, maybe fake. Okay. Um, is uh, a very fitting send off to the Stanley cameos by having him be one of the people that disappear at the end when Thanos snaps his fingers, and you get a very fitting goodbye to. To Stanley, true or not true? Spoiler. Oh shit! I don't actually know. It seems like a mean way to say goodbye to him, though, because it's like saying, "Ah, Thanos killed Stanley." <laughs> so I feel false. Okay. Would I be right. right? Are you going to tell? You, I'm not going to tell you. You're not going to tell me. Another possible spoiler. Yeah. Um, on the Kree homeworld, we get a chance to finally see the lab that created Rocket Raccoon. Oh my lord! Okay. I'm going to play this again in celebration. Okay. Diarrhea has a buttery smell. All right, great. Hey. You're <laughs> <laughs> supposed to guess. Is that a real oh, spoiler? Uh, I'm going to say that's a... Oh, that's a hard one because that's possible. Uh, I'll say real spoiler. Okay. 
And, but right. you can't I'm answer. Tell you. Again, yeah. I'm not going to tell you. You'll find out. Uh, yeah, you can't when say you see it tomorrow night because you're because you're nice and you don't want people to get right know, exactly hosed on this deal. All right. Well, uh, save your other three because we're okay. going to do those in the. I same might way. have another one. I'll give you another one later. All, All right. right. I want to see if maybe even Dunaway can do one. Ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Dunaway, welcome to Babel Royale, a twice weekly thing we do where we give you guys prizes if you help us. Uh, have a competition that wins you prizes. That made no sense. And uh, uh, Brian Dunaway is here right now. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hello. Are you at work right now? No. Oh, where are you at? Um, I'm at home working. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Why Weird. Are you, why are you not at work? You should be at work. What do you? you? Why do? You, why are you my business? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then your business where I'm at. Well, that's great if you're home. That <laughs> maybe seems... I'm. Maybe I'm in your front yard. Oh, well, you could be. That's true. There, uh, there's actually somebody in my front yard right now, but they're doing... Um, I'd, give, I'd give anything for somebody knocking on the door right now. That'd be great. Well, they're out there doing the... What do you call that when you make the little turds in the grass? What's that called? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's uh, called uh, inappropriate uh, behavior. Don't do that. <laughs> that's called uh, stoners moved in. Right. <laughs> oh, that's so funny you say that because our next door neighbor who always complains about the dog barking, yeah, he moved overnight the other day without any warning or anyone knowing just out of here. Whoa. Big truck okay. showed up. I'm, word is he's on his way to Vegas for a job opportunity, but we knew nothing about it. So truck shows up, loads up the shit. He's out of here. I look across the way. There's nothing in the house now. So I'm like, dogs, bark to your heart's content. Let it rip. But the point, what was That's, my point? Oh, this thing is called. He just disappeared like a fart in the night. <laughs> Chat room's right. It's aerating, it's called. And they we have yeah. some dude that aerates in the spring, and he's out there doing it now. Cool. Anyway. Hey, uh, Brian Dunaway, it's good to have you here. We're going to take a call at 801-471-0462, and uh, we'll see if we can't get a winner right here from the call thing. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Hello? Caller, are you there? Caller, can you hear us? Oh, weird. Hello? Uh, People call back. Let's see what's going on. It's just, it says they're there, but they're not talking. Okay, let's try this one. Uh... That's weird. Oh, sorry, let me refresh it. Something's going weird here. Okay, now let's try now. Now try now. now. Give us a call now, now. Now. Call now. Okay, it's coming. They're coming. I can feel it. It's coming in. We can feel it. <laughs> I should, should shut up. I shouldn't, shouldn't talk like that. It's like the the worst. Script. He's giving Jamie more and more material. Yeah, I don't want right. to do that. He's hadn't got enough work. You're aerating my mind right now with this, your. This is true. Sickness. Oh, now I hear one. Hi, who's this? Hello. Oh no. Hello. Oh hi, who's this? Oh, this is Jerry. Oh hey, Jerry, really? No, Joey. Oh, Joey. Why? Joey, got it. Joey. Joey. I'm like, there's no way Justin's calling. That'd be freaking crazy. <laughs> and he's he's an eligible jury, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> he's not, he can't win. Uh, well, Joey, where are you calling from? From Houston, Texas. Ah, Mission, Texas. That's a cool place. <laughs> no, Houston. Oh, Houston, Texas. Oh, Houston. Houston. Sorry, your microphone makes everything sound You're like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my phone. You're all right. It's all oh, good. You got yeah. no worries at all. Get that cool Texas accent. All right, Brian Ibbett's going to explain to you what you could win today. 
Uh, what was his name again? Jerry? Jerry. J Joey. Justin. Joey. 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 I've written it in the chat, in, the, in, the, in our show notes. Are you here. saying there's notes I could read and see his name? Oh, there it is. Notes you could see. Hey, Joey, I'm going to give Scott and Brian Dunaway a topic. They're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Your job is to predict who is going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for two amazing prizes courtesy of a couple listeners first off the division courtesy of tyler babb uh, a humble bundle uh copy of the of the ubisoft game the division also mm -hmm. a copy of overlord uh, overload courtesy of mike pachalik uh who wrote in and said um uh they gave me an extra key love all your shows makes my drive less monotonous i love my job it's just 120 miles round trip every day oh i work gosh. as the it guy at uh in exile entertainment now an xbox studio on the boop show when you played rock and roll racing i was yelling i know that game i worked at interplay <laughs> and we published the early blizz games so thank you for all you do awesome. you and brian are a riot yeah and, it, and here's the awesome. deal that game overlord uh, yeah, load rather mm -hmm. we've talked about it on the boop show before it's a game i've played mm -hmm. it's a, the original developers so of descent and so it's cool. basically like this modern descent game and it's freaking rad and That's totally so cool. worth winning if you win today uh texas man uh joey texas man is joey <laughs> all right <laughs> i had to look again Person on phone <laughs> all right so um before they can start their topic today uh, is now here's the thing. So Hammond and I are getting ready to do an episode of Soundography today about Foo Fighters. Love Foo Fighters, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Great. Don't you yeah. guys love the love Foo Fighters? Well, love there the goes food. my there goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, another great one of their songs is uh, called "Learn to Fly." Oh, make my way back home. Better learn to fly. It's such a great song. But right, even better right. than the song is the video that goes along with that song. Oh my gosh. Wait, Dave is, Grohl. This the, is this the Mentos one? This, I just is, make this sure. is getting no. very specific. Okay, different <laughs> video. Right. is the Mentos one. All right. Uh, this is the, the airplane one. Dave Grohl appears as six different characters, oh. as six different roles. I remember this. In the Foo Fighters video for Learn to Fly. Oh, my gosh. How many can you name? Oh, my gosh. How many can you name? Um. <laughs> so, knowing that that's their uh, topic, Joey, who do you want to go first and who do you think is going to win? Uh, Scott, go first, and Scott to win. Okay. Scott to win. Scott going first. All okay. right, Scott. Well, testing I, your Foo Fighters knowledge right here. My memory is that he is a captain at some point. He's the captain. Mm -hmm. He is. He is the pilot. Okay. Very yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, this That's is what I remember too. It's a long time. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. I know. <laughs> Brian. No, I also remember him being the uh, the the attendant, the 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 flight attendant. He is, yes, the pencil-thin John Waters mustachioed yeah. flight attendant. Okay. Who tastes the coffee and realizes there might be something wrong with it. <laughs> uh, I think he arrests somebody as a... Oh. Wouldn't be like a air marshal. It'd be like a... Well, it'd be like an FBI agent type. Very good, FBI oh. agent. The FBI agent that are, that uh, arrests Tenacious D because they're the ones who've gotten everybody on the plane high by putting the uh, their drugs into the uh, coffee supply. Oh my gosh, this right. is so well long done. ago. Oh, very Wasn't, good. Uh, I know. I I'm a, impressed so far. I have a memory of uh, Jack Black being in this. Is he in yes, this? Yes, Jack. He I wasn't. He that. wasn't Jack Black. 
right. Oh, I did say that D. that uh, he played the FBI agent that oh. arrests Tenacious D for being the ones that. Uh, oh, Tenacious D, duh, yeah, Jack Black, duh. Yeah, that's okay. Jack. So Black. Jack Black is is. That's Jack Black. Oh, well, point five of Tenacious D. Then by uh, association, that Kyle Gasfeller is in there. <laughs> Amazingly enough, yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, nice. Brian. All right, so. For some reason, I remember him in, like in uh, some weird. He always freaks me out when he dresses as ladies. But syndicate like a lady with a ponytails. But uh, what classification is that? Lady with the ponytails. I will give it to you. Yes, pigtail, really? awestruck girl carrying violin. Shut but I'll up. Give you, as long as you name that it was a it was a girl with uh, pigtails, ponytails is close enough. So I will give right. you pigtailed, awestruck girl carrying violin. And good luck, Scott, because I'm out. Uh, <laughs> this is bad. How many more are there? There are two more. Oh, oh does he play the dog? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh, this is hard. If they didn't do that, that would be great, though. Like the whole uh, uh, invasion of the body snatchers. That with would be great. He's the rolls face on the dog. Rolls face on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he a Oh my gosh, this is gonna annoy me. That's all the occupations in the airline. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> I mean uh he was um did he I don't want to screw this up for Joey. Was he an old lady? Oh I meant ma- I meant man. Man was the old lady. Man was he? Not, a, was he a child? Was he a he did baby? Did not play anyone elderly. Damn it! Ah, <laughs> oh, that sucks. Wasn't and, and I'm, I'm, I know when Scott said that I'm remembering this wrong. I think I'm like placing things there that didn't exist. But for some reason, I just keep remembering his big giant head somewhere, like as a baby or something. Is that maybe it was no, a baby? No, one of the other guys, one of the other members oh, of Foo Fighters. Uh, okay, that's yeah, that's the other problem uh, is the other bandmates played other stuff too, so I'm trying not to conflate them, but tell us the other two. Right. The other two, uh, he appears as a pair of, uh, well, one of a pair of obese passengers in brown track suits <laughs> that, uh, that take up that an dog. entire row. Okay. <laughs> right. And then he appears as himself the only oh. uh, members of the band that don't drink the coffee, and so they're the ones who are able to uh, land the plane themselves. Ah, frick, that's right. Ah! Oh, no. That is not good, Joey. That I apologize. You're awesome, though, and you should try again soon. Uh, there goes Joey. Uh, so, yeah, that sucks. I, I cannot believe I didn't think about it. Played himself, because that's the whole pivot of the movie, is that he lands the plane. The band lands right. the plane. Exactly. Shit. Yes. <laughs> and now I lo- as I open the chat again I see that they said that they're like yeah, that's alright so. no well that's that's I'm glad you uh, you know you abstain from seeing the chat room it's tough to Whew. look away from the ta- from the tadpole when uh, stuff is going on <laughs> Chad the- I didn't I did not feel strong about that and after losing six in a row yeah <laughs> Chad in the chat room says there, <laughs> go- there goes our Joey watch him as he goes <laughs> I guess congratulations you ended a you ended a dry spell Brian look at that yeah, yeah. I know. oh yeah which, this is momentous actually this is like the yeah sixth, I did not feel uh, strong about that though this <laughs> would have been the sixth loss had I had I won this would have been your sixth loss in a row mm-hmm. yeah but you <laughs> broke the streak well done I was like, hey, even the Browns have to win eventually. I was like Ken Jennings, and you're like some other dude who's smarter than Ken Jennings. Uh, by the way, speaking of Ken Jennings, he did a really great op-ed piece on—I forgot where it is. 
Uh, just do Ken the Jennings. York, the New York Times uh, reprinted it. Was it New York Times? Oh, okay. They reprinted it. Wherever he did it originally, I'm not sure. But it's a yeah. great tribute to uh, Trebek. People should go read it. It's fantastic. Guy's a good writer, it turns out. Like sure. Ken Jennings. Amazing. Amazing how that guy's a good writer. Yeah. Weird, right? Weird. It's, what's amazing to me is he used to play board games with my sister and her husband. That's what's weird. Before God. This is before wow. all the, the big blowout. This is like from 2000 to 2004. They would get together on the weekends. Ken Jennings, a Utah guy. They'd all hang out and play board games. And he would make everyone look bad because he was so good at it. And then suddenly, Jeopardy, and then the world. Wow. And this was with Wendy. This was with my sister, Wendy, and her husband, yeah. uh, uh, Adam. And they would get together wow. with him and his wife, and they would... Two other couples or something, and they all have video or they all have board game nights. Do they even return Wendy's calls anymore? Like if she called and said, "Hey, we should get together. I'm back in the states." Like crickets. Uh, he no makes response. he's fine with her calling, but she has to call in the form of a question every single time. <laughs> That's a real pain the in the ass. <laughs> the answer, yeah. What? I'm busy this weekend. <laughs> All right, Dunaway, uh, the pleasure was ours. Today we'll do a boop show, I think. Today's, yeah, today's good. Yeah, it's today. Yeah, today, Monday, 3.30 Mountain Time. We're talking about them Vigi games, so come on back uh, today at 3.30 at frogpants.tv, and Brian at Dunaway and I will be speaking then. You can find him at the Brian Dunaway on Twitter, and, of course, his other shows are cool, too, so check those oh. out. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, he's gone. All right, big thanks goes out to our pals at On Deck for supporting the morning stream. Small business owners, do you need capital to manage your cash flow, purchase inventory, or upgrade your office space? Getting access to capital is really hard. It's a huge challenge for small business owners, and uh, you know most traditional banks lack the technology and the resources to truly understand what your small business might need. On Deck is 100% committed to a small business, and small business owners everywhere with fast, easy, and tailored financing. Whether it be a long-term loan, a short-term loan, a line of credit, their loan specialist will help you secure the funding you need. You'll get a discussion, sorry, a decision in minutes. And discussion, why not? And funding in, is, uh, in as fast as 24 hours. That's like nothing. On Deck does not require any business collateral, and the application process is simple and won't impact your personal credit. With over $10 million in loans and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Triple B on deck is a lender you can trust. I think they're awesome. You will too. For our listeners, on deck is offering a free consultation with one of their US based loan specialists. For more information, go to ondeck.com slash stream. That's ondeck.com slash stream for a free consultation. Do it today. Well, all right then. Sorry, Joey, if you're listening. Sorry, Joey. Or his mic was weird. It made everything he said sound really funny, didn't it? Like, I'm Joey from Digger. You know what I mean? Uh, like, it didn't sound normal. Something was weird there. Or is it just me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's okay if it's just me. I think I think he might have had a, a speech impediment. A little oh, bit. you think it was a thing that wasn't the mic? I thought it was the I mic. I think it was the thing that wasn't the mic, but oh. I don't know. I don't know. All right, I, well. I, Leave it to me yeah. to drag down. <laughs> it's like trying to let's let's move on. Let's go to the news. <laughs> yeah. How about the news now? This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. <laughs> it's the, the news brought to you by Brought to you by Popular Geek. Check out their rad tees and phone cases. Go to Teespring, that's T-E-E Spring.com slash stores slash popgeek dash tees. Ooh, let me check it out. Hey, look at this in the news. 
Get some news items. Uh, California man. California man. What power does he have? Loves to sit in his car for. <laughs> loves to sit in his car for hours. Nice. Celsius. See, this is how we keep the. This is how we keep the legacy of Stanley Spirit alive. Stanley alive. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. California man was pulled over with ten grand in stolen Disneyland merchandise. Ten thousand. Ten grand. How do you how do you get away with that? Because I feel like mm. I feel like that place has uh, eyes on you from the moment you step onto Main Street USA until the time you you clock out after uh, the Jungle Cruise. I don't know how you get away with it. Straight up, yeah. you're right. Uh, California authorities caught a thief who was stealing from the happiest place on earth. The Highway Patrol, that'd be chips. That's the chip song that I just I know, did. I, just, I don't know this. I do know the, the beginning part. And that's it. That's because yeah. I just remember Punch and John like on their motorcycles going down the, the California highway. What's great is they were actually parked on a trailer that moved <laughs> the exact same time. And then they somehow were able to have meaningful, audible conversations Going right. 75 miles down the freeway it was stupid. Anyway, California Highway Patrol officers say they recovered more than 10 grand worth of stolen merchandise Friday after they pulled a man over who drove past a school bus with its red light flashing and stop sign displayed. So he he ran a a bus, which is how he got busted. Uh, the man not identified was driving a Nissan Sentra. Do you make that now? Is that even a car still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nissan. I think the Sentra is still a thing. I can go buy a Sentra. You like can go one. buy a brand new 2019 Sentra, I believe. Hold on, 2019. <laughs> what did they even <laughs> look like? Check this out. Well, I don't want to. I wonder what they even look like because back in the day, oh. that was like the most podunky car. Oh, there it is. That's, that looks fine. Yeah. Looks fine. It's fine. It's a you know, it's a it's a sedan. It's a typical sedan. It's a it's like a you look a at Civic. that and you look at that and you wouldn't be able to say, oh yeah, that's a Sentra. You know, yeah. You could be convinced that's a Ford. Fusion or something. Yeah, it's in that category, right? Of uh, small Elantra. Yeah, (laughs) looks like it's kind of the Civic for for them. Let's see. Here you go, Mm -hmm. chat. Look at that. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah, it's probably. I would. I would argue it's probably the most, uh, um, most well, most uh, purchased of most popular of the Nissan cars. Oh, interesting. I would have thought. What's that? Ultima is what I would have thought. Mm. Isn't those pretty popular? The Ultimas. Ultimas are are popular. A lot, of, well, a lot of old people have those. Best-selling Nissans. This feels like a uh, a weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> weird rabbit hole to go down. That's fine. But, uh, let's see. The best-selling cars of 2018. Um, Ultima, Sentra. I'll start at number one. The... Um, Toyota Camry, number one. Mm-hmm. Honda Civic, number two. Toyota Corolla, third place. Mm-hmm. Honda Accord, fourth place. Nissan Sentra, fifth place. Whoa, number five. And then where? Does... And number six is the Altima. So, okay. all right. So just barely, the Sentra just barely edging the uh, the Altima. <laughs> Time to check that Sentra out again, folks. It's 2019. Get in there. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, this guy and all this stuff. It's unclear. It says. Um, uh, oh, by the way, it says that let's see, uh, he had a suspended license, a slew of stolen merchandise, and drugs on him. It's unclear how he managed to steal the merchandise. Uh, it's about a 108-mile drive from Disneyland to where he uh, lives, okay. uh, according to Google Maps. The man was arrested and booked into jail. We were unable to, or we were able to contact Disneyland security, and they will make arrangements to have the items returned. 
Disneyland can now return to being the happiest place on earth, says police. That's a stupid wow, thing. So ten thousand dollars, like you've got a, you've either got to like wait for the uh, the trucks to pull up to deliver stuff to put in the the mm-hmm. Disney store. That's the, that's the thing. I don't think you do this kind of theft from inside the park. You do it from one of the, um, you do it from that massive Disney store dock. that's out yeah. in downtown Disney. And they get the dock in the rear, and then you. Yeah, if you know somebody. Right, exactly, and <clears throat> just grab grab a couple boxes and run off. Because ten thousand dollars, I know that stuff is. I know the Disneyland stuff is expensive, but it's still going to carry some uh, some bulk if yeah. you're trying to shove that in your jacket. This isn't five plushies. You know, there's more to it. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, yes. What seems funny to me is that he's really good at getting away with ten thousand dollars worth of high security Disneyland merchandise. Yet he's. Mm-hmm doing everything else wrong. He's on a suspended license. He drove right. past a bus with a stop thing up, which you're not supposed to do. That got him busted. He had a bunch of drugs with him. Like, he's he's bad at the rest of this process, but real good. <laughs> but really good at, yeah. That's why I feel like it was, uh, that's nuts. he just happened to be right place, right time, saw the saw the box, uh, you know, two guys from the loading dock going both in to grab a cup of coffee to haul in the rest of the, the haunted mansion dioramas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There you go. He just grabbed a box of uh, pins, limited edition pins or something. That's what it is. He's going to make a killing on pins. Well, he was. Not well, anymore. No. Now he's going to make a, a killing on um, selling his body to prisoners for cigarettes. That's right. Exactly. That's that's the next step for this guy. And now, if, listen, if he was uh, a rich white guy uh, who defrauded an entire country, he could only get 47 <laughs> days. I mean, that's not bad. Should have gone that route. Should have just been right? rich and exactly. influential. That's the way to do it. Yeah, you're do, my thinking. You're gonna do the crime. Yeah, if you're gonna do the crime, you got to do the small amount of time. Do the job in Washington D.C. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. For those that wondering who I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, 47 months, not 47 days. What did I say? Days. You said days. Oh, I meant months. It's still tiny for what he did. Still, still nothing. There are people in jail less for two. less than. Less than four years. I have a friend who went to jail for 10 years because he got busted with, uh, I can't remember what it was, Oxycontin or something. It's not really wow. a friend. It's a guy, <laughs> I used to, a guy I used to know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, his main crime is not being rich or white. Uh, hey, check this out. That'll get us some emails. I'm looking forward to those. Those will be mm-hmm. great. Can't wait for that. Although those people never have really an argument for me. They're just mad. Yeah. They don't actually have a good answer for why, just, why Man, they have they have no good answer why Manafort gets 47, 47 months, and somebody who like that lady who accidentally voted uh, during her probation she didn't realize she was not supposed to she oh, got yeah. she got five years for that. Jeez, uh, there's a discrepancy there. I don't care how you look at it. And so when people get mad at me about this, they don't actually have any way to. They have no supportable argument. They're just mad. That's fine. Yeah, right. Of course. Okay, Brian, I'm going to play a little music, and okay. uh, this is going to be fun. Hold on. You're going to like this because you're a fan of said music. I know where we're going with this. Yeah, if I can just find it. Okay, here it is. Uh, let me... Okay, here we go. Come on down. All right, Price is Right did a, a thing. new stereo. <laughs> it's a new realistic stereo with dual cassettes. That's right. You're really good at that when it comes up, by the way, I've noticed. <laughs> uh, I have something that's funny about that. Hold on. Let's see. Bob Barker uh, recorded a thing he said last night. Uh, but this is old. This is from the 80s. 
But yeah. listen to the end of it because I did this artificially, but it's pretty funny. So check it out. Here's here's Bob Barker. Ladies and gentlemen, I should like to welcome you. <laughs> <laughs> I just took the welcome you and drug it out like stoner stoner style. So he sounds like he's all stone at the end. Ladies and gentlemen, I should like to welcome you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. All right. Anyway, Bob Barker, everybody. Uh, back in the uh, back in the day, used to be your dude, and uh, man, wasn't he great? Well, today you got Jim Carrey, not Jim Carrey, uh, Drew Carey up there doing it, and uh, as a result, sometimes things don't go exactly right. Now, this is not Drew Carey's fault. By any stretch, uh, however, they screwed up yesterday. Uh, a Price is Rice companion or a co- contestant who was in a wheelchair won mm-hmm. a treadmill. <laughs> Guys, you screwed up. Yeah, but they don't know. I mean, they've got these prizes picked out long before they knew who the contestants are going to be. When you have somebody backstage go, "Guys, swap that out for a boat or something," like don't have the treadmill. Like I would have, I somebody there has to be in charge of like a last yeah. minute prize change. Because if it's like, um, let's say you have a blind contestant, which is totally possible, mm-hmm. and your thing is a television, like <laughs> a new forty-five inch <laughs> color TV, right? Like yeah. you've just you've jacked that up. So don't yeah, do that. Icor points out something that is absolutely one hundred percent true. You can you can, instead of taking the prizes, you can opt to just take the cash value of the prizes you win. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to take the prizes themselves. It just doesn't change the awkwardness of the moment on television. Well, no. Know? Yeah, actually, that would be... I was really curious about how how they handled this, how Drew Carey handled this. Says uh, Danielle Perez. That was her. Trip on Prices Right looked like the dream scenario in an episode. It aired Tuesday. She made it to the stage, met Carey, even won her uh, her price pricing game, rather, sending her home with a sauna and a treadmill, which would have been great, except she's in a wheelchair. Uh, the sauna, that might be okay. Uh, Perez's cringeworthy win was quickly posted on YouTube and gathered plenty of reaction on social media. Well, that's a big shock. Weird. You mean social media yeah. freaks out about everything? Really? Oh, really? No Weird. way. Ryan, I feel like we're learning something brand new today. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, there we go. Uh, John Florida, 1968, just posted the uh, the video. Let's, well, let's watch this. Let's take a look at this here, folks. I'll put it over the Centro thing so we don't have to look at that anymore. Okay. Oh, I don't have volume. That's okay. Oh, there she no. is in the wheelchair. He's all bending over. That's very nice. Okay. A little bit of Drew Carey bending over. <laughs> oh, there's the treadmill. Oh, geez. So what's her reaction is the question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's doing what they told her to do backstage or what they told the audience to do. When you get up here, be very excited no matter right. what it is. No matter what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Because inside she's probably going, you guys dumbasses. Uh, oh yeah. Does you does Drew Carey say anything about it at the end? Does he like acknowledge it or anything? I can't tell. Yeah, she won like you know, she won eight thousand dollars worth of stuff that she can just get eight thousand dollars instead of the stuff if she wants it. This is good, a good for her. This is a good point. Good for her. Well done. Exactly. We're going to uh, take a break, and when we come back, major spoilers. I think. Tre- oh yeah, Trek Nerd's here today. Oh yeah, this is from 2015. Yeah, Trick Nerd is here. I've got notes in the uh, notes in the thing. Oh wait, that thing was 2015. That's that was old. 2015. That is. Yeah. Oh, way to go, Reddit, with your. She at, at this point she's been spayed and neutered uh, <laughs> because of Bob Barker's uh, demands. <laughs> All right, send some of those emails to Brian. Some of those emails could come to me. Fine, whatever. Talks about the spaying and neutering of a guest. All right, we're going to take a break. Brian, do you want to do the breaking song of the break? 
This just in, breaking music. Mm. Uh, yes. Let's go to Ridgefield Park. I don't know where Ridgefield Park... Oh, New Jersey. Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Uh, this is a hard rock band from New Jersey with a sound influenced by dark and edgy vibes of bands like Alice in Chains and Black Sabbath. Mm. Uh, you guys should love this. I love it. Uh, the new single is called I Can't Complain. It's from the brand new album from 60 Miles Down. Here is, and you can visit their website at 60MD, 60 Miles Down. Here is I Can't Complain.
friends, here to talk to you once again about our friends at Pitney Bowes. Are you paying too much to send out your packages and letters? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it is the word I was looking for. It'd be nice to have a solution that can give you the lowest rates with SimPro Online. It's easy to save time and money no matter where you send your stuff, from packages to overnights to letters, whatever it may be. Some great benefits to using SendPro. Easily compare USPS, UPS, and FedEx rates all in one online tool. Also gain access to special USPS savings for letters and priority mail shipping. Print uh, shipping labels and stamps from your own printer. I mean, come on. It's 2019 for heaven's sakes. Track all of your shipments and get email notifications when they've arrived. Uh, here's what I want you to do. SendPro Online is only $14.99 a month. And for being the morning stream listener that you are, you can get a free 30-day trial to get started, plus a free 10-pound scale to help you more accurately weigh your packages. Visit pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience the better way to ship with a free trial of SendPro Online. A spacious and highly scientific workshop designed for the preparation of good food in great quantity. Mrs. Featherston will have me blacklisted by the la la. The morning stream, because knowing is half the battle. And we're back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the program. I bet that song was great. I'm going to listen to it after the show. It was a, really, it was a heavy, rocking tune from New Jersey. I like listening. Well, because we can't play them in line, as people know. Oh, hold on. It's so loud, I have to wait for it. Okay, there we go. I don't listen to the songs in, in the show anymore because we can't, because of the Twitch thing. However, I make a point of listening to the songs after the show, before I post everything. And lately, they've been killing it. So if you're live watching or you're watching on uh, YouTube, go listen to the podcast version because the music Brian brings every day is rad. Yeah. I miss listening to it, too. But, yeah. uh, hey, you know, Twitch. Twitch got their rules. Twitch, YouTube, for that matter. Huge pain. YouTube. All of them. Yeah, exactly. All those bastards. Uh, speaking of someone who is not a bastard and will forever be great. I can't find his link. That's why I'm just stalling here. Hold on. Here we go. It's this guy. Steven. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Majorspoilers.com and the beautiful windy uh, hills of Hayes, Kansas. Plains. Plains of Hayes, Kansas. There you go. It is Stephen Schleicher. Hello, Stephen. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Brian. Nice to have you here. Hello, Stephen. So before you know we... what's really weird? Just oh, real quick. Yeah, go you ahead. know what's really weird about the indies in the middle and the uh, the songs at the end what's is that? I listen to all my podcasts at double speed, mm. and sometimes listening to those songs at double speed actually makes them sound ten times better. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really weird. Are you? Uh, course, do we sound stoned? Of course, we don't want our we don't want our indie in the middle bands to feel <laughs> no, like no, that's no. the case all the time. But, mm. uh... No, no, no. But there was one that you were playing. I don't know if it was Blackbird or whatever you were playing the other day. Oh, Blackbird, um, yeah, the one from uh, the Sia cover of Blackbird. Yeah, and it sounds really oh, yeah. good just by itself, but when you turn it up to double speed, it's suddenly like, oh my god, this is such a, a hopping song. This just moves really, really fast. So it would, cool. it would be cool for bands to do that when they're like looking at covers and saying, well, what can what can we do to kind of change it up, and then listen to it at double speed and say, yeah, you know, we let's let's do it at this tempo, 
and it becomes a completely different song. I'm I, with you. I feel like you guys, anyone who does this double speed thing is such an alien to me. I don't understand how you guys can do it. And I, and, and, and no judgment. Like, do it if you got to, or do it however you do it. It saves you time. You get more shows in, whatever. I get it. If a show's sure. an hour, you get it in a half an hour. It totally makes sense to me. Why? But I can't, I've tried. I can't. All my apps support it. I can't even do the 1.25 speed increase. It, it, it took me time. Oh, I started at you know normal speed, then 1.25, then 1.5, then 1.75, and now 2. Yeah. And it really depends on when I'm listening to it. If I'm sitting here at my desk, I can listen to 2.0, not a problem. Listening in my earbuds, not a problem. When I'm in the car, though, I have to slow it down to 1.5 or I miss a lot of stuff. Well, like Oh, interesting. It's, it's opposite for me, but I think it's because I'm... I'm reading stuff on screen. I'm doing a lot of stuff that if I if I have a talking podcast going on while I'm working, it has to be at regular speed. Well, here, mm-hmm. listen to this. So I'm going to play our show. And, and the okay. tabletop man and more. Okay, so that's us, right? Doing our thing. You haven't heard right. it in a while. You All right, that's on my phone. So I'm going to go sure. to the settings here. Where the hell is it? Oh, there it is. Okay, so we're going to change this to two. This is what Steven hears. Oh, my gosh. This has increments of 0.1. All right. One crepe filled with Nutella breakfast while I was there. Uh, I, uh, uh, I've had chicken cake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. So, so my transgressions should be expected, correct? Mm-hmm. This would kill me. This would destroy my oh, no. soul. It, it just takes getting used to. I mean, I still get everything, <laughs> but I'm also 27 hours behind in all my podcast listening. So, okay. What if we did this every day? Food, oh no, that would drive so me up the wall. <laughs> I do love the drunk. Yeah. You know what we could do, Brian? I got an idea. We record the show at half speed. So that when Steven listens, he's forced to listen to it at normal speed at because quads, yeah, there you go. Yeah, because two times yeah. would be normal now. See, I know how right. to do this. I know how I to love get this you. Idea. Yeah, uh, all right. Well, Steven, it's great to have you here as always. Uh, Steven and I may or may not have a cool little surprise coming at the end of the month. You guys are going to have to wait around to find out what that is. Ooh. I'm not going to tease it too much. Maybe right before we will, but got a little something cool coming. Um, so watch for that. But in the meantime, you are here to talk about Captain Marvel. You know, oh, she's the superhero in the room. Let's talk about her. Uh, <laughs> Brian's already kind of said it's a thumbs up, but not as high as some of his favorite Marvel movies. Where where did you land as a, as a I, I agree. Here? This is a solid movie. It's a very good movie. Uh, but there are other Marvel movies that are better, and I think that that's really okay. I don't think that every movie has to be better than the one before it, because quite honestly, uh, you know, the very first uh, Captain America for me is still one of the best Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And um, but this is certainly better than a lot of other Marvel movies. It's certainly better, in my opinion, better than Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh, this yeah. movie is certainly much, much better than Iron Man two or three. Sorry, Brian. I felt like this movie was better than Guardians of the Galaxy two, but not the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? OK, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, maybe I need to watch those again. I mean, I I um, the whole uh, Kurt Russell thing is like, eh. But for whatever reason, I put Guardians of the Galaxy 2 above the first one just because of the Mr. Blue Sky intro. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah. for me, yeah. is one of the greatest moments in any Marvel film. It's definitely good. I, I kind as, of... as far as non-Marvel movie studios, this mm. is better than any of the Hulk movies. This is better than any <laughs> of the Fantastic Four movies. Mm. This is better yeah. than, in my opinion, again, Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3 and the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Mm. Well, yeah. those are terrible. About, yeah, um, I agree with you on that. What about Deadpool? Not as good as Deadpool. Um, yeah, I would say the first Deadpool movie is b- better than than this. I would say that, of course, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is like the best movie oh. of all time. But there's, <laughs> I mean, nothing can beat that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's better than Venom. Oh, well, yeah. Better yeah. than Venom. What a great, what a, put that on the box when it comes out on DVD. Better than so, Venom. So here's the thing, and this is going to get uh, some, some people upset again. 
they, they tried to do their really big, big push about, oh, I'm not going to go see Captain Marvel instead. Let's all go see Alita Battle Angel. Mm. That movie's been out since February 14th domestically, uh, $78 million, which isn't bad. I mm. mean, it hasn't made domestically its production budget. And worldwide, it has at 382 Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel, though, uh, made $153 million in the opening weekend and already over $400 million in uh, worldwide distribution, which is really good, especially if you pick that as one of your summer movie. I don't know if this falls in the summer movie challenge. Or it does. Not. It does. It does. Yeah. And that's uh, the, the Amtrekker team, I believe, has uh, those bastards. Has uh, has uh, Captain Marvel. Those two chuckleheads are like yeah, John Trekker. You know, they they, remind they've got me. three things. Yeah, they've got Captain Marvel, Toy Story four, and it. And they've got a they've really good a good contention to win. They actually do, and they're those guys win a lot, and they do it kind of seemingly out of nowhere. And I also am of the opinion they kind of share with one brain. They're kind of goofballs. I love those guys. Right. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. they're you know they they're not that smart. I don't think, or maybe the big trick is they are that smart, and we've all been fooled into thinking they're not, and then they get the big win. I don't know, but those mm -hmm. bastards. Anyway, they're gonna probably win uh, highest grossing Marvel or superhero fronted by a female film ever. Well, put I mean, those words into the right order, and yes, one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, I mean, close. so what else do we have, Scott? We have Wonder Woman, right? Wonder Woman uh, is the other option, and, she, and this beat that. <laughs> so, the two things to learn from that: one, well done, nice job, you clobbered Wonder Woman. Two, there aren't enough female-led uh, superhero movies to compare them to, right. so let's have more think, of those, please. Well, Electra. Oh, it was yeah, Electra. Electra. That's right. Starring Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the. Steven what the third best breath. Marvel opening too? Like third? Yeah, best? I believe so. It's the third best. Yeah. Oh, Catwoman! We can't forget her, Brian. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is still possibly the worst film sack movie we ever did. I hated Catwoman with a fiery passion. I yeah. missed it in theaters. Figured it would be a quirky, fun thing to watch on streaming and then talk about with film sack. And it was to talk to you guys. And it was I would my favorite thing to talk about on film side. The best thing about Catwoman is talking about her on film side. Yeah, and that scene, the basketball scene, is horrendous. <laughs> it's the worst scene in film history. It's so bad. Uh, worse than her eating, like ripping open the tins of cat food and eating right out of the tins? Yes, worse than that. that okay, so here's some, yeah. here's some things that we can say about Catwoman that might be good. Yeah. It, okay. it made more money than Superman 3. Oh, well, it made more money than Electra. Okay. It, it made more money than The Spirit. <laughs> sure. The Spirit. <laughs> uh, as it stands right now, Captain Marvel is ranked number 41 in the worldwide all-time box office uh, list for superhero movies, with Avengers Infinity War being, of course, number one. Yeah. Do you do you want to take a guess? We should have made this the contest today, Brian. Mm. Do, you, do you guys want to take a guess what the top five all-time superhero movies are? Yeah. Well, as Black of Panther as of this recording, okay. number two has got to be Black Panther. No, mm. that was oh, huge. Black that Panther was is in the States. top five because you're talking about worldwide. That's different. Worldwide, mm -hmm. okay. yeah. Um, hold on. So you already said Infinity so War. So Black, Black Panther is number four. Avengers Infinity four, War is number okay. one. Okay. So number two, I'm going to give it to. I was going to say Dark Knight, maybe. Yeah. No. 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 The Dark Knight falls the at number nine. Okay. Oh wow. Again, this is worldwide, not domestic. Yeah. Right. All right, right. You right. gotta put. Uh, you gotta have your Avengers. Probably Avengers one in there. Yep. The first Avengers is number two. Okay. Oh. Well, okay. Um. Um. Mm, mm, mm. 
uh, the other Avengers movie, uh, the but the one that's Ultron, the Age of Ultron. Yeah, Age of Ultron is number three. That shouldn't that should be stricken from the damn record. That's not a good movie. <laughs> it's really my least favorite Marvel it, movie. It really is. Um, it's really a bad movie. I don't like it. Uh, okay. The thing that I was I checked out of that movie in that very first opening sequence where they're all running to the uh, Hydra uh, headquarters yeah. uh, to do the battle. I was just like, this looks like crap. It just wasn't. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't the first film. It just I don't know what they were doing. The first movie's so good. Ah. Mm-hmm. There's uh, one more. Is, uh, There's one more the movie in the top movie, five. Is it a Marvel or is it something else? I'm guessing. No, the it's interesting thing is the, all top five movies are Marvel movies. They are Marvel. Okay. Uh, Iron mm-hmm. Iron Man. One of the Iron Mans. Which one? Uh, two. Two, probably, because... No. Oh, three. Three. Three, three. really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then so number six, for three. number six, Aquaman. Yeah. Number seven, Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Number eight, Dark Knight Rises. Number nine, Dark Knight. Number 10, Spider-Man 3. Number 11, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 12, uh, Batman v Superman, The Dawn of Justice. And number 13, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And number 14, Venom. Oh, Venom's that high? Wow. It really did well overseas. Just anticipation, yeah, yeah. Not Iron, a lot of repeat viewings, but uh. yeah. Well, that's interesting. I didn't realize Marvel dominated so much. I figured worldwide you'd see a little more DC in there. Like Justice League, I thought was a huge hit worldwide. Uh, yeah. Justice League, it's not in the top twenty. Hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman is at number seventeen. Yeah. Uh, let me see where Justice League falls on this. Justice League is now at twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay. So she bumps in it, and this is just her first weekend, so obviously there's a lot more time to mm-hmm. go, but it uh, seems like she should creep up in there and be in the top something. So I will also throw in another potential spoiler, Scott. I got two of them, actually, and you go. can figure out whether they're spoiler or not spoiler. Go for it. Uh, you know who Marvell is, correct? Marvell? Yes, Marvell from the comics. Uh, yo, I'm Marvell. I'm a Marvel Comics guy named Marvell. I have no idea who that is. So Marvell is uh, a Cree. Uh, warrior who was dating in his human persona uh carol danvers and during a final fight uh he embraces her as an explosion goes off and that's how his tra- his powers get transferred to her, her or a portion of her powers gets transferred to her okay uh this movie stars jude law or does feature jude law in it but jude law potential spoiler jude law is not marvell mm. right Wait, is that why she's called Captain Marvel? Because she has Marvel's powers. So she has Marvel's powers. So she went by Ms. Marvel for a long time. Yeah. And it wasn't until after Marvel, quote unquote, died. Yeah. That uh, she took the name Captain Marvel, which happened in the Kelly Sue DeConnick Volume One, um, Volume One series, which is what a lot of well, not a lot, but you can feel a lot of the um, influence from that first volume in the movie. So when but, Captain uh, Marvel was a dude, when Marvel, not Marvel, okay, Marvel, he was always called Marvel. Yes. Okay. This all is people all news to me. Yeah, I yeah, always M-A-R said Marvel hyphen V-E-L-L. Because yeah. on the covers of those books, it would say Captain Marvel without the dash, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. weird. But also, that would have been the time they were fighting with DC over who got to have that name. Uh, partially. So part of the history of this is that for a long time, there was a publisher called Fawcett Comics yeah. uh, who published this uh, character called Car- Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, who would utter the name Shazam and he would get all of the powers of these gods. And I, don't ask me to uh, uh, remember, remember the them. He has the, he has the wisdom sure. of Solomon, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. strength of Hercules, the uh, speed of Ares, you know, and he was, you know, right. for all intents and purposes, he was Fawcett's Superman. 
And DC didn't really care very much about, uh, you know, Captain Marvel until the title started selling more than Superman. Uh. And then DC went out and said, we're suing you for stealing our ideas and essentially just slapping another symbol and a, and a cape on this guy. Mm. And they ended up winning. And it, it essentially caused uh, Fawcett to go out of business. Okay. Uh, and then over the course of time, DC acquired the Fawcett properties. That's why we have Blue Beetle. That's why we have uh, The Question. Um, and that's why DC acquired Captain Marvel. Mm. Well, they had a long series of books called Captain Marvel, uh, like decades after. I think the very first Captain Marvel comic over at DC, I want to say came out in the 1970s, I want to say. Somebody would have to look that up. I don't have the exact date. Mm. And that was fine, except you're right. Uh, Marvel also had a title called Captain Marvel, but they used Marvel at the time. But what DC didn't do was they didn't trademark Captain Marvel. Dumbasses. And so <laughs> it did go to court, and yeah. the courts were like, well, Marvel trademarked the Captain Marvel title, so no, you can't use the title on the cover of your comics. Wow. So they changed the title of the cover to Shazam, even though he was still called Captain Marvel on the inside. And then eventually, because of brand confusion, DC was just like, fine, we're just going to call the character Shazam. Okay. It's fine. Shazam. It is, a, it is a big convoluted mess when you try to dive down that rabbit hole of, of Shazam slash Captain Marvel. Right. Yeah. But the Marvel thing, was that that was to skirt any issues? Was that why they did it? I think that was originally why they called him Marvel. Okay. And Marvel. All right, fine. I I am very I still don't really know who she is. I haven't read a lot of the comics. I haven't followed up on it. I played her a lot in that old uh, Diablo like uh, Marvel game they yes, canceled a couple uh, years ago. Ultimate Alliance or Ultimate. Uh, what was that called? And they'd always put a new year in front of it every year. Yes. Uh, Mar it was great. It was actually a very good Diablo like. Uh, that was really good. Marvel Heroes. Marvel Heroes. Oh, Marvel Heroes 2018. Marvel yeah. Heroes 2017. Yes, that's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's it was cool. awesome. And I played her a lot. She was rad in that game. But she was Miss Marvel in that, though. Uh, so Carol Danvers was. So so that changeover, though, is that part of this movie? Does she? Do we get that? Uh, her going from, hi, my name's Carol, to hi, I'm Captain Marvel. Oh, no. That's she a, is Captain Marvel. That's probably we don't want to spoil. Oh, is there yeah, a spoiler she's, there? She's Captain yeah. Marvel from the very first time you see her in, well... Mm -hmm. She is Veer the first time that you see her in this movie. Is there a, right. is there any truth to the cat rumors I've heard? And I won't say more than that. I don't know. I mean, there's a cat in this. <laughs> All right. Here's here's one of the things that, and I don't know, Brian, yeah, if this bothered you. I know what you're, because I've heard the rumors too. I know what you're going to ask. Mm. Not, not no, answering, no. Not, not responding. No, 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 no. Mm. Here's, here's the thing that kind of drew me out of the movie. All right. Uh, they do a lot of de-aging stuff, which is pretty amazing. But yeah, I, really. But yeah. there's something about how they de-aged Sam Jackson's face that bothered me. Oh. Especially if you go back and look at and see what Sam Jackson looked like in 1990. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's just something off about that. And mm. it just wow. it just bothered me throughout the whole movie. Mm. I didn't have any problem with that. I thought he looked I thought the the, the what they did with uh, Sam Jackson looked amazing. Like there were a couple points where he's talking it's like, "Okay, it's it's there's something, but I couldn't put my finger on what it was that was that didn't look right about it. But mm. um, that was brief, very like brief at the beginning, and for the rest of the film, I didn't even think about it. Brief, even Larson. Um, Clark Gregg. Uh, I thought they did a great job um, making him look younger. I don't think they used digital techniques. I think you know he's 
he's just uh, he's aging well to where they could just use that uh, do that with makeup. But yeah, just darken mm-hmm. his hair a little bit. And, uh, mm-hmm. You're all good. Well, that's cool to know he's in this. That de aging yeah. tech is. I mean, they've, oh, they've, it's amazing and it's incredible. And, and and of course, the more reference that you have to what these people look like when they were younger, like Kurt Russell. I mean, Kurt Russell is literally someone that we saw grow up from what was he Tarzan boy or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, right, you know, Island. all the way up to today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have every little bit of, of reference and, and same way with Kirk, uh, not Kirk Douglas, but also Kirk Douglas, but Michael Douglas, mm-hmm. uh, the same way you've got streets of San Francisco onward and you can just draw from that yeah. to de-age him however you want. So, um, I'll, I'll tell Brian offline what bothered me specifically about the, the de-aging with Sam Jackson. Okay, sure. But uh, it, it kind of bothered me. Here's one more potential spoiler for you, Scott. All right. Um, the, you know how the opening title, you know, the Marvel Studios title yeah, that the they have where it's the comic books thing. flipping through and mm-hmm. everything. And, and yeah. lately they've had it with like the Hulk coming up and the, and there's Captain America there and all the other all the other characters pop up in that. Well, in they, that u- they used to studio. do it all. Used to be all arty style, like comics, right. and then and they still do that, like for Spider-Man and other stuff. They'll still use that one, but for the Marvel stuff, it's like painterly versions of the cinematic. Mm-hmm. The MCU characters. So, yeah. so potential potential spoiler, or maybe not a spoiler. They've replaced all of those characters in that opening bit with all of Stanley's cameos from all of his movies. Yeah, which is awesome. That is so awesome that they did that. Like they should just keep. Doing things like for Stanley. For... We said potential spoilers, Scott. Well, wait, what do you mean, I mean Scott? Like... I didn't say it. That was him, not me. Steven said well, you're going to have to go spoiler. see the movie and find you out whether I'm right or not. What? Oh, you were, I was not supposed to confirm that that was cool. You're not supposed to confirm that that was real. Oh, oh, I was supposed to pretend like that wasn't real. Guys, I don't like, know what he's talking about. Spoiler. Yeah. It's, it's some kind of weird thing with uh, the opening sequence. I have no idea if it's true. Yeah, something. Yeah, something. Uh, one quick note about Samuel L. Jackson. He's 70. He doesn't look 70. He doesn't look no. an age. He doesn't look a minute over he did in Jurassic Park. Like, I don't know what's going on with Sam Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. You know what? It's two Marvel guys. Samuel L. Jackson and Paul Rudd, who plays Ant-Man. Those two guys have signed a deal with Satan himself. I don't know how they've done it, but they don't age. I was watching Paul Rudd in 1995, some episode of Friends, and I yeah. went, that's the same Paul Rudd we have now. Like, yeah. I don't get oh, it. Yeah. I don't get it. It's so You'll weird to me. the devil, that guy. What cream are they using? Where can I get some? <laughs> it's insane to you me. Should, you should go look up uh, Lady Bathory. Lady? Or Bathory. Bathory? And, okay. Yeah. All right. I heard that, there, that'll, that'll creep you out. I also heard there was some, and again, we don't have to confirm any of this, but there's some Kevin Smith something happens in this movie. Some Kevin Smithy thing. No, maybe. Uh, uh, I mean, oh, you should go check his Instagram Smith if you want to find out sure. the story. Okay, so he's got something. He says stuff on Instagram. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kevin Smith says a lot of stuff on Instagram and Twitter. Come on. This is all true. This is all true. How is he? I'm looking at more pictures of Sam Jackson right now. How is he 70? He's not 70. Like, what is that? That's jacked up. He's supposed to... Oh, my gosh. He's supposed to age. I don't get it. Anyway, what a badass. Uh, Shaft coming to theater soon. All right, what are we doing now? Uh, Oh, uh, what else? That's it. No, that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. (laughs) That's all of it. That's all we're going to say about that movie. I'm going to see it probably tomorrow night, and uh, I'm excited, too. And, uh, you know, did you? are you satisfied, Stephen, with the connective tissue between this and Endgame? If there is any, I don't this even know. This is a lot of world building. Remember that this is a movie that takes place in the 90s. 
This is before Tony Stark donned the uh, um, Iron Man costume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of references to, okay, if we look at this canonically as the second movie in the, you know, if we watch this linearly, this would be the second movie in the in the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this does Captain set up America. a lot of what comes after yeah. Yeah. that yeah. 1990 date. Okay. There are two in-credit sequences, not a spoiler. I mean, this is a spoiler. There are two in-credit sequences. There's a mid-credit sequence, which is is good. That will tie into the end game. And then there is a post-credit sequence that uh, you can stick around for a little bit more humor. Um, but I can't tell you any more than that because I still had a question after watching it about exactly when did that event take place. Right. Like, oh, yes, exactly. Where does this fit in with the other things that we know? <laughs> right. Right. Did it yes. involve a, a man who becomes as small as an ant? I, I will just say that if you are someone who gets queasy at the sound of um, throw up, yeah, you probably shouldn't stick around for that in credit sequence. Really? Yeah, I have no idea. What and to that's expect. a and that's a spoiler. So okay, that's great. That's right. well done. Well, well played, sir. You mean like this? Like that? Yeah, more like. like uh, and, and and really, there's not a point where you hear Brian go, "Excuse me, I'm going to go throw up." Uh, there's nothing like that, but there is definitely kind of oh. sound going on there. Okay, how about this one from John Goodman? Is a good uh, one. It's, it's pretty close. <laughs> it, it's it's pretty close. I'm sorry for all the people that just took off their headsets. and There are a I lot of people, you're by the way, at double speed so that it, uh, yeah. it went by very, very quickly for you. Sure. There were a lot and of people that in note, theater who left. Uh, after the mid-credit see, uh, scene yes. and miss the end-credit scene, it's like yes, uh, it's exactly. a Marvel movie. You stick around until they put the lights up and the and the teenagers start picking up the empty, massive popcorn tubs. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. And by the way, anyone freaked out about that? That's a movie barf. It's not real. Nobody's barfing. Yeah. It's a movie barf. Right. And my Some son popcorn. would be like throwing up. Would he? <laughs> Yeah, he can't got, stand that stuff. I never had a kid. None of none of my kids were like that. Like uh, uh, somebody else, but Kim though. Like one of the kids barfed. Kim's like she'd go in the other room and go, "This one's yours. This one's yours. You're doing it." And so it was always my job to do the puking kids. Kim couldn't do them, and I was the opposite. I was the poop. I was the one that couldn't do the poop. So she'd do the poop, and I'd leave the room. So big nasty smear up monster nightmare poop di- night uh, diaper nightmare. Kim's job. One of the kids barfs cherry pie all over the floor. My job. That's how it worked. <laughs> anyway, uh, to Stephen, always a pleasure. Majorspoilers.com is where uh, he hails from and puts all kinds of rad stuff up every day. Is there anything on the site you'd like people to know about before we go? No, lots of good stuff every day and uh, hail hydration. Oh, oh, look at that. You did like his normal thing. Oh, he hung up on me. His normal thing, but with a funny twist. That was That's right. That was great. But sneeze. Brian's going to step away, put down his headphones to sneeze. I know. I mean, oh, man, it's just hanging there. It'll happen. Yep, that's right. I still can't mute those sounds because they suck. Uh, Daryl Skeels is on the phone. Oh, I should do a, I got a thing for you. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Where are you here? I got a good one for you. Where is it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, here we go. Okay, Daryl's a new one. I protest. I am not a merry man. Can I swim while I am on my period? Yes. Hey, I see you started doing your little early morning commute swearing at the flag place uh, 
daylight savings videos again. <laughs> that, that's a repost from about is that five a, years ago. Is that a ago. rerun? Is that oh, a greatest, it's a rerun. Like greatest hits? Yeah, because you used to put yeah. those on Vine and back when Vine was a thing. And uh, they were funny. Uh, I think I may even have one here. Let's see. Oh, yeah, here it is. I have an old one. This might even be the same one, but I recorded this back then. So here's this. Thanks a lot, f***ing time change. It's the middle of the f***ing night that I'm going to work now. <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the one. <laughs> I am not a fan of the time change. No. You would like it if uh, it would not be a thing, wouldn't you? Yeah. And I guess the West Coast states all have legislation now to get rid of this stupid thing. oh please do uh, and then that'll force us yeah, yeah me that would make me and and or, uh, utah and um, colorado and some of us who are like mm-hmm. not quite east they're not quite west coast we would probably feel the pressure and then just cave and do it that'd be great For sure yes that'd be great. that'd be great we don't really have a make big it happen america yeah make it happen yeah you want to make america great again i got an idea right here there you go all right. Well, Daryl, it's uh, fun to have you on, as always. Talking Star and Trek. And there's barfing in every movie, too. There is. Daryl's theory is. holds true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Film Sack had barfing in it this week. That was mm-hmm. great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? Did yeah. you watch the movie? By oh, chance? I didn't watch the movie. Oh, okay. I, I listened to good. some of the podcasts. Oh, okay. Good. good. You, can, you can skip Skyline. I think Daryl... Here's what Daryl... This is what I assume Daryl does because he's sick of us and he's known us for too long. I think he listens to... He gets on a Film Sack episode, downloads the whole thing. Skips all the way to the end where I say, and our next movie will be, here's what that is, <laughs> so he can go get the Star Trek machine going, and then that's right. it. I think that's all you do now. Am I, am I close? Am I in the ballpark? Well, I go to like 15 minutes from the end, and then listen to all of the end. Okay. and the, But never the whole rest of the show. Uh, well, sometimes, this but is a not dark, very often. A dark admission from Daryl Skeels. Yes. <laughs> dark, dark times we're in. Uh, that's okay. We don't care what people listen to as long as they get a piece of it, even that little tiny piece exactly. at the end. But you're missing out, man. Some of our best, I think, some of I our know. best film sacks in the last couple of months have been amazing episodes. I think so. Surprisingly, yeah. with, with the material that we've had movie-wise to work with, they have been some of the most fun shows we've ever we've ever done. Totally agree. So go listen yeah. to the latest one about Skyline, a terrible film, but a great episode. Yeah. Great episode. Uh, Daryl, let's talk about stuff. Uh, we now know when that Picard show starts production, or at least shooting. When's that? Yeah, April 14th, really soon. Ooh, that's uh, that's not that far at all. So no. typically, I mean, does that help us ex- extrapolate a, an air date at all, do you think? I think, well, they've been saying the end of 2019, and I think that kind of confirms that time frame. Mm. And we know that Hanel Culpepper is to direct the first two episodes. Should we know who Hanel Culpepper is? Uh, no. I don't, not the, the Hanel Culpepper. <laughs> uh, I know there are a bunch in Hollywood, but the Hanel Culpepper? Well, let's find out what she does. So she, this is a, a lady. She is Hanel M. Culpepper, an American filmmaker, best known for her work in television directing episodes of 90210, Parenthood, Criminal Minds, Revenge of Grimm, and a, long, and a bunch of other series. She's 48 years old. Uh, went to Lake Forest College. Boy, I really know a lot of info about her. Did you get a whole thing on here? Uh, well, she seems nice. Uh, lovely yes. woman. Let's see. What else? I'm trying to see if there's anything recently. Were any of those sci-fi, the things that you listed? I guess Deadly Sibling Rivalry, Murder on the 13th Floor, Hunt for the Labyrinth Killer. Oh, she did. Well, okay. So two episodes of Discovery are hers. 
Uh, oh, okay, yeah. The Red Angel from this year and last year, Vaulting Ambition. Oh. Um, the new Star Trek series, which Daryl mentions, already up on our IMDb. But then you got things like, um, let's see. Oh, How to Get Away with Murder. Supergirl, Supergirl The Flash. A couple episodes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Gotham. Okay. It seems like she's got the chops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quantico, Empire. That's too bad. Empire sucks. I hate Empire. <laughs> um, well, wow. She's done a ton of stuff. All the way back. Oh, it's the newer 90210 that she did. Not the old one. She would have been like, sure. me and you. Oh, you mean, like you mean Riverdale? Yeah, or whatever it's called. <laughs> the yeah. newer, no, the newer 90210. Riverdale. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah, the new Riverdale. Yeah. Who, oh, it sucks for them because uh, wasn't yeah, Luke Perry Luke on that show? Yeah. yeah. By the way, Luke Perry's real first name, do you know it? Uh, oh, I assume that was his real name. Let me think. I mean, Anakin? We, Anakin, yeah, Anakin. It's not Anakin. Anakin but Perry. You think of your, think of your uh, Dukes of Hazard replacements. Oh, Coy? Coy Luther Perry. Really? Coy Perry? Yes. Coy Perry. I changed it to Luke. That's funny because Luke, Coy replaced Luke. Right. Right. Weird. <laughs> That's pretty weird. Well, anyway. Uh, oh, she did an old Sex in the City back in 2003. Anyway, whatever. That's great. She seems nice. Is she going to. I mean, she's directing, but she's not show running. So right. who knows how much of that she'll do? But it seems like she's uh, she's primed and ready. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Santiago Cabrera and Michelle Hurd uh, are in this thing. Who are they? <laughs> <laughs> actors. I've never heard of these people. <laughs> I love the breaking news that we get about Star Trek. That is breaking. Uh, what? Who? <laughs> Well, I feel on. like we've got Korath the Pursuer going, who? Who? What? Oh, I know these people. I've seen them before. Okay. Uh, he is, uh, this guy, Santiago Cabrera, is returning oh, yeah, uh, right. to work that's with Alex Kurtzman. Kurtzman. He used to be in, um, what was the other show he did? He was in another show that he produced, and I forgot what it was. Anyway, that guy, I know his face. And then the lady, I know her face, too. These are people you've seen. Blind Spot. Everyone watch Blind Spot. I didn't like that show, but Kim did. Anyway, that had Michelle Hurd in it. She's fine. That's fine. These are fine people. They'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I fine. think Santiago is going to be the... Um, he's going to help Patrick Stewart or Captain Picard run the winery or mm. the you know the, the place where they grow the grapes. And Michelle Hurd will be the caretaker. <laughs> what is that called? The grape, the, the grapery. What is it? The, where the you grapery. Grow the, grapes. the vineyard. The vineyard. The yeah, the vineyard. The yeah. vineyard. Yeah, the grapery. <laughs> the grapery. Uh, yeah, the no, grapery. The, uh, you're probably right. Did he ever achieve um, admiral status? Did Picard ever become admiral Cur- or admiral uh, Picard? Or no? Did he? I think he must have at some point, didn't he? In maybe, one of those future. I just wonder if part of that is him turning that down. Like he, he was offered that, and he's like, "I'd rather spend my time at the grapery for the rest of my life." <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Wesley! Like that sort of thing. Maybe that was it. I don't remember. I don't know what happened there, but I, you know what? We're gonna learn all of that with this show. We that's are, that's yes, what's exactly. gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, yes, we'll have to figure out when if they time it right. It's gonna be <laughs> you know between seasons of Discovery so that people keep their all-access going. Yes, that yeah. is what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. Like... I mean, I'm looking forward to this Twilight Zone thing. That's gonna, that's definitely going to keep me going after this current season of Discovery ends mm-hmm. um, if, it, uh, if, they, um, if they time it right. 
Jordan Peele, thing. man, doing his thing. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? So I, you know what's great, exciting? Great yeah, that movie uh, Us uh, de- uh, debuted there at the South by Southwest, uh-huh. and is getting killer early reviews. People are freaking out, saying, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe he did it again." Yeah, I've got five on it. Oh, that's right. Well, we have five on it. No, we don't have five on oh, it. We, we don't have, have five, five on, on long shot. I'm talking about the uh, the trailer goes. I got five on it. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. I don't know why I don't remember that. Feels like I should remember that, but I don't. The trailer talks a lot about that okay. at the very beginning before you get the uh, the I think, weirdness. I think all I saw was just a bunch of. I don't. All I remember is a bunch of people showed up and looked just like the people in it, except they had scars and weird stuff, and they moved really fast. That's my. That's all I know about really us. Weird. Yeah. yeah. And it has that big guy from. Uh, Be careful. Black- <laughs> it has the big Black Panther guy from the the Wolf Clan or whatever. Right. The Wolf Clan, whatever it is. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Daryl, these are all great bits of news here. Um, my goal last night was to watch two episodes of Discovery, and I watched none of it. So, oh no! I know, I know. I've got all kinds of lists set going. Your, set your expectations lower and say I'm going to watch one episode of Discovery. Yeah, I that maybe that's how I'll get it done because I really did go in with it thinking I'm going to do two of these tonight, and then tomorrow I can say, Hey, Daryl, guess guess what I thought of one and two? I just still didn't watch it. I'm gonna though. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heard nothing but and great get things. Get cut up with Orville because Orville's still great. Does? Oh yeah. Okay, Daryl. Let me ask you a question. Randy Jordan, good friend of the program, said on Film Sack the other day, off air, I believe, mm-hmm. that he thinks the Orville is way better than Discovery. What would you say to that? Well, I would say Discovery is better TV or better. Uh, entertainment, I guess, mm. but Orville is kind of more Star Trek. Oh, that's interesting. Here's here's the way I would say. Uh, here's, here's the way I'd phrase it. Discovery will lend itself to probably a second viewing for me. Mm. Orville will not, but I am enjoying both of them. Oh, all right. right. Oh, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. I need to get to both of them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you need, you need to get working on your first viewing of each of those. Well, the first one I saw, I saw Discovery season one. Watched all that. That's, That's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 It's I just, can't believe you haven't seen a single episode of Orville. I know. Well, no, I watched that first one your... where he was in bed with that alien chick. I oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah was, that whole first season with is kind of dumb. Dude. The whole first season is dumb. Great. I got that. Yeah. Well, well, it gets better. No, and then two it is gets even better. better. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it all. They're short, right? They're only half an hour or something. Is that the no, deal? An hour. Oh, no, they're an, an hour? hour long. Yeah. Oh, why did they're I think those were short for some reason? I don't know why I thought Because it's a comedy. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. why. All right. <laughs> Just less and less comedy. You know, it's comedy. Oh, yeah. For I knew that season was going to Comedy has gotten specific to Scott Grimes and um, uh, and the the new alien dude with the nose, the, the really long nose, the, the Patrick Warburton alien. Patrick Warburton's in this? Patrick Warburton's in this. Shut up. And Norm MacDonald's in this, Yeah, Scott. I keep hearing Norm has a regular role in it that I would love. Yes. But I don't know what that is yet, because I've stayed spoiler-free on it. So, all right, I'm all in on Norm. You know that. I know. Favorite comedian know. of all time. Great. Uh, all right. Uh, Daryl, it's uh, been a pleasure. I hope there are good donuts in the break room today, and that, uh, <laughs> that you have a fantastic time. Gah, gah, gah. Oh, he's gah, uh, gah. the Trek nerd on Twitter, and this week at Trek, this week at Trek.com, all that stuff. So go check that out. Gah, 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 Lady Gaga. All right, before we get out of here, I got a quick. Uh, oh, we have a mashup, do we? Let me check. I forgot Mash to check. Mashup. I assume we have one. 
Jamie's always uh, Johnny on the spot with Mondays. Oh, yeah, here we go. I got mashups on it. <laughs> this is episodes 1662 through 1665, and he's called it Marjorie. <laughs> okay, I know what's coming. Or Majori. I don't know how I said it the other day, but <laughs> Brian knows exactly what this is. So yeah. here you go. Enjoy, I think. I screwed it up. Let me fix. I'm going to fix it. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Hey, we're capturing it on the old Victrola. Yeah. Let me sign your boob. Dudes with their um, wieners out. Definitely not that. Dang it. <laughs> I must break him. <laughs> I must do rap music. I must break him. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a young Dolph, yeah. Because it'd be young Dolph, yes. Yeah. They can go put a hot fork up their butts. You don't touch a man's garbage cans. Exactly. Don't touch a man's cans. He hates these cans. <laughs> So take that, uh, Springdale yeah. apost uh, Apostolic. <laughs> apostolic. Apostolic Faith Church. You figured out the back market. I'm going to make bunches of money on honey brunches of oats. Yeah, this is terrible. Brunches of money. Oh, I got him in the scrotum. Good job, Bill. Excuse me, where's the bathroom? Yeah, they don't want to do that. Pardon me, madam. Pardon me. Pardon me, love. <laughs> you got a bath. You got a water closet. And Never mind. I'll just go in the sink. Get my gun. Oi, oi. I take a piss in the sink. Oi. It is long and hard. Um, Jamie. I think, yeah, I kind of didn't mean to say it that way. His name is Ehud Eri Laniado. Okay, sure. Uh, I just picked up that hypodermic needle, shoved it into his wiener. With friends like that, who needs a larger penis? Yeah, who needs <laughs> penis injections? How would the following ingredients sound in your cereal bowl? In my cereal bowl, all right. Yeah, onion powder, Ugh. garlic powder. Get out. Black pepper. What the hell? Major, majorum. <laughs> is that marjorie? I mean, mar... <laughs> Wait, what? What's the word? Majorum. What is majorum? It's a it's a spice. Okay. That Marjorie likes major M. I thought it was like misspelled. Uh, marg. <laughs> what's the word? Marg. Marjorum. Margarine. Margarine. You were thinking margarine. Fake butter. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> fake butter. It's not really fake butter, is it? What is margarine? It is. Yeah, margarine is fake butter. Where does it come from? It's not just fake cows. Okay. <laughs> Those cows are so fake. How do you it's, know? Uh, it's margarine? made from it's made from oil. Okay, so it's not it's still an organic material. It's not like synthetic, you know, made in a lab or anything, right? I mean, or right. is it? Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, here's what it's made from. It is made from well, originally it was made from beef tallow, so beef fat. Oh, so still from the beef area. Yeah, uh, vegetable oils or animal fats is okay. what margarine is made from. Mm, mm, animal fats. That sounds so good. Mm. Uh, tomorrow you'll get to hear me scream again with a uh, Outlast thing we haven't played yet. So, looking forward to that. Big job. Or, uh, I can't talk. Good job, Jamie, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. He's, o he's over at uh, patreon.com slash TMS mashups. I'm going to read this email real quick and then we're going to get the H out of here. This is from Ron, the artist from Pennsylvania. He says, Dear Scat and Bile. It's not very nice. Ugh. No, not at all. I was widowed for the second time last November from my beloved Bertha. Bertha? Bertha. Bertha. Mm -hmm. I've never heard that name before. It's kind of interesting. Anyway, fortunately, my family and friends were there for me. I consider you guys to be my friends as well. Uh, as well, even though we have never met. Also, Randy and the other Brian. I'm only 53. I would love some advice on a city I can visit on vacation by myself. I'm an artist and love art museums and local events and cool architecture. You guys have been many places, especially Mr. Ibbotson. Whatever your suggestions uh, are, are welcome because I would really like to know. 
your 100,000th bestie, Ron, the artist from Pennsylvania. Uh, well, Ron, A, I'm so sorry, sorry to hear that, man. Jeez, yeah. two times? That's not fair and right. awful. I feel really bad about that. Mm-hmm. But secondly, uh, what you're doing sounds like a nice healing idea um, to do. So my recommendation is going to sound a little weird, okay? But if you want to see some really interesting, strange art, mm-hmm. um, places to visit I would throw out there would be some of the some of the Southwest stuff. Like there are some crazy cool stuff you can find in Arizona, yeah, in Phoenix in particular. I was going to say Santa Fe is a great. I mean, Santa Fe is like uh, an art hub. Totally, Santa Fe bit yeah. was totally on that list. And then I would even say, weirdly, parts of Wyoming are very cool hmm. this way if you want to get like southwestern indian art um you know specific stuff to kind of the old west sort of thing if that's interesting to you at all that all of those suggestions are probably pretty good but you can't go wrong in portland these days you can't go wrong in boise boise idaho has amazing stuff right now art wise um and i'd say if you're willing to leave the country tokyo is if you want to see some amazing mind-blowing architecture like stuff that you feel like wow i i never seen anything like that tokyo is really good and i would go up to um uh victoria british columbia um again another really cool place if you're going to leave the country it's Mm -hmm. not so far to go to victoria but it's beautiful up there and uh i don't know what the art scene is like up there but the architecture is really cool yeah obviously we're you know europe is like duh if you're gonna go Mm -hmm. find art it's full of art um i've never been so i don't i've been to the louvre or any of that stuff so i don't i couldn't tell you but Obviously, that's where all your masters and all your old paintings are and all that stuff. But if you're just trying to stick around the States or thereabouts, I think uh, that Canadian recommendation is good. And I just like Southwestern art, so I just like everything kind of out this way. I'm a little biased that way. I'm sure, sure that someone East Coast is like, oh, dude, make your way out to whatever because there's this thing or that thing. But I mean, Colorado and you know Denver has a great art museum and uh, some interesting architecture out here. Mm-hmm. Salt Lake City as well. Yeah, as, SLC as has great art stuff. We have cool museums yeah. and like Park City is an amazing place if you're an artist to go mm-hmm. hang out. So yeah, there's uh, there's stuff. And if you come out here, let us know. We'll uh, Kim and I will take you to dinner or something. Yeah. Same with Brian if you go to Colorado. Yep. Kim Kim and Scott will take you out to dinner if you come out here too. That's right. I'll be. Well, we got to gotta get in the car early. So let us know. <laughs> let us know. Give us at least ten hours advance notice. Yeah. Otherwise, it's Green River sushi. Yeah. Forget. <laughs> Not that that's a bad idea. I'm just, you know, no, it's just a saying. Uh, thanks for your email. You can send your emails into the show at themorningstream at gmail.com. That's themorningstream at gmail.com. And if you send them in and don't hear us read them on the show, don't think it's because we don't want to. I just have a lot to go through. We have tons. And we can't read them all on one episode. Some episodes we read more. But uh, that's where they go. And we'd love to get them. You can also leave us your voicemails at 801-471-0462. That's 801-IS-10-HAMS. 801-471-0462. And you can find us on Twitter, Morning Stream, Scott Johnson, Coverville, frogpants.com slash TMS is our website. And if you are inclined to do so, please throw your support behind us at patreon.com slash TMS. All of it links everywhere, and we would love that. Also, we're looking forward to seeing you all in Vegas. Should have uh, samples of the coin soon. Very excited. Cool. This is not we're one waiting of them. for confirmation on on one last thing, and then I think we can announce everything. All of it together in one fail yes. swoop. 
Yes. So do that. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Maybe talking more about that during the week. So watch for that. All right. I think that's everything. Brian, let's go out with a song. What do you got there, buddy? See, I've got mine right here, too. Right there. Oh, mine. very nice. Dance challenge coin. Uh, JD from Memphis wrote in, said, hey, guys, longtime listener, first time writer. My birthday is coming up on March 2nd. I know that was a little over a week ago. I know that's a Saturday, so anything before that would be cool. I'm turning 36 and thought it'd be fun to request a song. I'd love to hear a cover of an anime intro. In particular, The Hero by Rashad E.B. always gets me pumped. If that won't work, I'll leave it up to you to find uh, me something fun and high energy. Thanks and love you guys. Signed, JD. Well, J.D., your wishes are command, especially since I'm late getting to this request. Uh, Rashad E.B. did a cover of The Hero, which is the opening theme from One Punch Man. One Punch Man! Mm. It's a very short anime series because there's no long, drawn-out fight scenes because he's One Punch Man. It's so good. You should watch it. It's fantastic. Is it? I, oh, need to, yeah. I do need to see it. It's literally what uh, you said. He has His power is one punch and you're done. Yeah. But yeah. they are so good at building story around that f- aspect. It's shockingly good. I don't know how really? they did it. Yeah, okay. it's one of the All animes right. I recommend anytime someone asks because it's great. I will check it out. Yeah. Uh, this is a metal cover of that opening theme done by Rishad E B R I C H A A D E B, uh, the hero. Here it is right now, going out to J D in Memphis. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I should like to welcome you.